The views on this program are solely those of the host and his or her guests and do not reflect those of KZSM Radio, SMTXCRA, or its governing body. The end of a very long week is at hand. You've made it through. Whew, it's time for a drink. Pork. Hey, everybody. You are here with Atika. This is Soul Sanctuary. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, uh, I'm running into the studio. <laughs> So we had a little bit of a hiccup starting, but I'm here and you're here. Uh, We just got through the longest night of the year. How's that feel? Yesterday was uh, winter solstice, so that's the shortest day of the year, the day that we have the least amount of sunlight. And then, uh, so that was the longest night. I always think about um, those who are still looking for love and maybe feeling a little bit lonely this season uh, and how cool it is to kind of remind uh, those who are on that side of the game uh, that the longest night is over. You did it. You made it through the very longest night of the year. From now on, the days are going to get longer. The sun will be out longer, right? And we're going to go towards summer solstice, uh, which will then be July 21st. June 21st? July 21st. One of those. Excuse my pre-coffee brain, (laughs) Uh, but I'm so glad you guys are joining us. How are you guys doing this season? It's a tough one. Um, I know that uh, lots of us uh, have family obligations and uh, different requirements of us this season. I wonder what part you find the most challenging. That'd be a great discussion to have. Hit me up. Let me know. What is the part of the season that you find most challenging? You can call in. The number here is 512-986-9430. And so for the first chunk of the show, uh, we can interact and enjoy each other. And then um, in the second half, um, we'll have someone call in and have some more discussion about metaphysical stuff. Um, So I'm so glad you guys are joining me. Uh, Hopefully this Saturday is finding you up and bouncy and happy and hopefully rested that on the longest night of the year right got some good sleep out of it so this today this week is uh is a cups week or water week the element that we're going to be focusing on is water and in the metaphysical realm uh the water signs the uh, astrological signs are cancer scorpio and pisces so a couple of things about water signs. Um, it says the water signs go back and forth uh, between realistic viewpoints and their imagination, which is fantastic when you're doing creative work. I would think that that would be great for any kind of artist, right? Uh, I don't know how helpful it would be in a relationship. <laughs> I could imagine driving an earth sign pretty crazy if uh, during an argument or during what is supposed to be what we consider a logical conversation, if the person's bouncing back and forth between a realistic viewpoint and their imagination. I can see that making earth signs pretty crazy, uh, but I think it's great for creativity. Uh, also very loving and protective. Um, just don't get on their bad side. It says, so a water sign is one that you don't, <laughs> you don't want to, uh, you know, be on the opposite side of that makes sense. I always think of that when I think of fire signs, I never want to be, uh, in any kind of ick with uh, fire signs because they are so strong and so their actions can be so big uh, just because of my sign and and you know and and my uh, commitment to tact and that kind of thing (laughs) I'm just trying to make sure that we don't cause a scene anywhere right Um, 
And it and also that uh, water signs, their emotions run very deep, which makes them touchy or moody at times. And their silence is a weapon. So isn't that interesting? So if you are currently involved with a, a water sign, know that that silence to them is a weapon. It's something to look out for. It's something that they use to um, probably, well, is it a weapon? What do you do with weapons? You gain control with it. So that's uh, something that they're able to use like that. I don't know if I am because in order to use silence as a weapon, I'd have to be able to maintain it, <laughs> which I don't very well. So I think I use other stuff. <laughs> So uh, just a little bit more about the solstice. Uh, just going back. So for six months, the days have grown shorter and the nights have grown longer in the northern hemisphere. Um, and that just reverses itself. That's what happens as of the winter solstice. And the cool thing about this solstice is that today it's followed by this full moon called the cold moon. And there's a meteor shower that you might be able to take a take a glimpse at. That's coming from CNN. But how, what cold moon? I mean, I already think of the moon as kind of cold and distant and not involved, but to call it a cold moon, what does that mean? Is it even more re- removed from us? It sounds like it would be a good place to put uh, all those things that you want to kind of get rid of that no longer serve you. And winter solstice is really used for that too. Um, the conversations I've been having this week are really about what are you going to do with the winter solstice? What are you going to put into that energy to release so that you don't have to deal with it for the next year? What do you not want to take in to spring with you? And it is a great time to think about what do you want spring to be like? So what can you use the next 90 days to develop, to hone? 90 days from now, what will you be proud to look back and say, I've done XYZ for 90 days? And that will be your focal point. That's where you're going to jump off from, right? I think that's just like such a such a great way to start doing a little bit of goal setting to make sure that you're not, um, you know, getting stuck where you are. One of the things we're going to look at um, here today is about kind of toxic relationships. Because it's a cups week or emotional week, uh, which is emotions and water signs and that kind of thing. I thought it might be a good idea to kind of identify whether or not we've fallen into a place where a relationship is toxic. I don't know about an entire toxic relationship. I think there's toxic periods of a relationship, but it feels like if the whole thing was toxic, I, I don't know that anybody would would stay there unless they're just sadistic. But um, so I think that I'll term it. <laughs> as toxic parts of a relationship so we'll look through there's 13 points they have here we'll see if we can uh if we can get through all of them um but before we do um let's spend a little bit of time today kind of getting into um how the best way to be realistic with ourselves look at what is it that's weighing you down? We, I've, I've had lots of clarification kind of readings and lots of spiritual healing requests and that kind of thing. And so I think that when, when we get into that kind of state, and this time of year might have something to do with it, um, confusion is a trick of the ego, right? And so let's unconfuse. Let's get out of the idea that there's something going on that we are unable to detect or identify or know about that it's being hidden from us somehow or some uh 
condition that we've given acute term to keeps that information from us. We are the only ones who know what's going on with us. We are the only ones who know what is effective for us and moves us into healing. Like you have the information, you have to. And if for some reason you're not accessing that or there's some part of you keeping that from yourself, then look behind it. <laughs> see see what it is that you need to uh, you know, accept, digest, what it is that you need to to get to uh, where you can be in a place of healing. And I think the first step of going towards that is saying, hey, I've, I've got to know. I know this doesn't feel like even if you can't identify the thing with a name that's been established yet in your lexicon, you can identify this doesn't feel good. I'm not comfortable here. This I need to change. I always kind of recommend that if you start with the low hanging fruit, then you'll be able to get through whatever it is that you need to um or or you'll be able to heal starting with 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 the low-hanging fruit and as you do that as you do heal and kind of peel the layers back uh they get easier and some things get resolved because once something is low-hanging fruit that means it probably has invaded several different parts right of what's going on and so um you have a little bit better of a chance of getting to it. So let's uh, jump through and uh, look at the 13 signs that you're in a toxic relationship and it's ruining <laughs> your life. This I would not use any of this terminology. You're in the toxic section of a relationship that may be affecting you negatively. I don't know that it can do all of that. This is a lot of power being, <laughs> being given uh, to the idea of a situation where relating isn't happening. And that's all. That's all it's saying, right? Okay, so the first thing is passive aggression. So in this text, we're saying that passive aggression is the whole, I hate it when you do that, but I'm just going to keep it to myself and throw you shady side glances. <laughs> is that really necessary? And, and, and it's funny because, you know, you, I'm sure we've all been in relationships where you do notice something that you know needs to change, but instead of the effort that it's going to take to change that thing, it's just going to be side comments and rolling your eyes. <laughs> but we're not 18 anymore, right? And that's highly ineffective. And so if when you're in a relationship where it matters, a relationship where risk is involved, one that you want to keep, it's most important that you do something about the thing. Once you figure it out or once you uh, have the stimulus, the negative stimulus, you don't like the thing, uh, next it is to change it, right? Do something about changing it. Relate to the other person. Like, hey, when you chew that loudly, it makes me insane. Or whatever it is, the thing, right? Uh, once you've identified that it's something that is appropriate to be talking to the other person about, I think it is best to go ahead and bring it out and and have those conversations. Uh, because passive aggression, uh, all that does, it, it doesn't remove the energy from you. It doesn't mean that that's not happening. That's not negatively affecting you. It just means that you're keeping the fight inside of you instead of getting it out of you to where it might be able to be addressed and where it could be effective, right, uh, for change. Now, Keep in mind, we also have to know that when you're just in a cantankerous mood and everything is just bad all over the place, there's probably some self-awareness uh, you need to become aware of. There's probably some self-analysis that needs to happen because maybe you're just in a place where 
because you're not spending time actualizing yourself, everything else appears much worse than it is. So with that one, I would do the caveat of make sure that, you know, it's not just a pervasive thing where you just need to take a minute and step back and sit your own self down and have several seats. Uh, but once you do, that passive aggression isn't the best way to do that. Let's deal with everything kind of actively. And that's where we're going to start and jump into um, this, this uh, idea of toxic relationships. Uh, we're going to go ahead and finish out the commercial break, and I'll be back on the other side. And uh, you listen to Soul Sanctuary. Cold one, pet the cat, take your shoes off, and just like that, I'm right here with you in a blink, spinning the tunes you want to hear and talking to people you want to know. I'm there, kzsm.org, 8 to 10 Central Standard Time. On Fridays, you're listening to Friday Night with Care. We are tonight's entertainment. What's up, everybody? Tune in Wednesdays for me, J-Rod, and my co-host Pennington as we get into all the latest movie news and speculation in pop culture. From the MCU to the DCEU, or whatever they're trying to be, reboots to remakes, we put it all together and bring it to you live. That's Wednesday nights, 7 to 9 p.m., only on kzsm.org. This is David, the handsomest boy on radio. Listen every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. till midnight for jazz, fusion, bebop, samba, bossa nova, cool jazz, Latin, and maybe even some reggae and some Afrobeat. That's Tuesday night at 10 p.m. till midnight on kzsm.org, San Marcos, Texas. Hi, I'm Ellen, and welcome to the Ellen B Show. Come join me and my guests for deep conversations covering such areas as birth, death, dying, health, religion, and politics. No topics are too controversial. So tune into the LMB show on KZSM.org Thursdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Central Time as we explore all aspects of life. Helen's great lady. I'm going to be on her show in a couple of weeks. So I'll make sure I let you guys know uh, when that's going to be coming up. Uh, thanks for joining me. You're listening to Artika Soul Sanctuary here on this beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, hopefully uh, you guys are up and have your coffee and are ready to dig deeper into what are signs that you're in the middle of a toxic relationship, right? <laughs> so we started off with passive aggression. And then the next thing we're going to look at is jealousy and the blame game. Uh, we're only human, uh, so jealousy will happen on some level, but excessive jealousy is never okay. And if you don't have trust in your relationship, you literally have nothing worth holding on to. And isn't that the truth? Um, if you've been on the side where someone is being jealous of you and there's nothing you can do to get them to trust you, that's a really frustrating place to be. And if you've been on the side of it when you are kind of trying to be overprotective and over jealous of the person that you're with and nothing can convince you that everything's okay and there's really nothing to worry about it's a terrible place to be too there's really just no good sides of uh that kind of overprotective over jealous uh situation i know in most of the major relationships that i've had in the very beginning very close to the front <laughs> we would talk about what our crazy possessiveness is what our crazy jealousy is this i uh, you know i like handle this well or that well 
And then with the other person, you get to decide whether or not that relationship is going to be appropriate for you. I don't know where the healthy amount is. I think it's about, it's relative, right? If you're with someone who has the same kind of amount of concern about those jealousy kind of topics, that's where you need to be. Um, so I don't think there's like a one fit, one size fits all in that situation. It really is about uh, whether or not the person that you are with is compatible uh, with with you. I actually think that about everything, <laughs> jealousy, about, you know, the languages of love, uh, all the different aspects of a relationship, how much you share, whether or not it's a partnership, or if one person is a helpmate to the other person. I mean, that works if you find somebody that that works for. Um, for people where you know they require a complete partnership like everybody's equal you won't find that works so i think it's important uh that you match it's more about matching than having like a set point where everybody should be at this level so then the next thing we're going to look at is criticism and contempt and so I think that's kind of the other side of the idea of being passive aggressive. Once you identify something that you want to have some kind of a change in, at that point, uh, you can criticize uh, or you can have contempt. Since no one is perfect and the closer you become with someone, the more conspicuous his or her imperfections will become, there's nothing wrong with criticism that comes from a positive place. When criticism is used as a channel to express contempt and disdain for someone else, uh, it can make the other person feel unvalued and worthless. It's a hard, it's hard to come back to a relationship like that, and it's hard to con- maintain a relationship where that's happening. Um, those feelings, that disdain and contempt, when you, when you feel that coming from uh, the person that you are opening your heart to, that's a really rough place to be. And it can be difficult to deal with because then how do you come at them and say, hey, how do we discuss this in a way where, you know, you're going to need to to communicate with me in a way that maintains my dignity uh, so that we can continue to have like this healthy relationship going back and forth. Right. Uh, before I go any further, let me I w- let me give the byline for what I'm reading. Uh, and that way. Uh, I'm being fair and not plagiarizing. (laughs) This was written by Maya Hollis. Maya is M-Y-A-H Hollis uh, on uh, March 25th of 2015. So that's that's where I got this from. Okay, that was for criticism and contempt. And then arguing without communicating. We've all had those times when you go through, I guess it's usually from a couple of days to a couple of weeks where every time you see each other, there's like this, this, uh, the air is really pregnant and and it's just kind of difficult to exist in the same space those 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 rough past patches happen because you know you're two individual expressions of the universe trying to coexist in the same space or in really similar spaces whilst supporting each other and if you have children uh that becomes a factor too it's a complicated it's a complicated uh recipe (laughs) to pull off right and so sometimes when that's happening, uh, you can find that you're just not seeing eye to eye on several issues all at the same time. And so that's arguing without communicating. So we all know that yelling at each other won't get you anywhere. It's natural to get upset and argue. But if there's no exchange of communication and neither party conveys why he or she feels how he or she does, nothing will get solved. 
And that's very true. And so then it just becomes this kind of um, waste of time where there's just people raising their voices and maybe getting some energy out because they're using a whole lot of it to, to, you know, to say what they want to to the other person. Even worse, using it to find things that will hurt the other person. Uh, there's not a whole lot of good that can come from that, really. And then when you find yourself, you know, actually using your energy to find something to hurt the person that you supposedly love, that is a stop and check yourself time. Because nothing good can come from your actual energy going in to find how to hurt another person. You're definitely not coming from a place of love, right? And so at that point, the point is not to heal or to bring the relationship closer. So what are you doing? (laughs) What is happening with your time? And isn't there something better to do with it, right? Good questions. Good questions. Negative energy is the fifth thing. So feeling uncomfortable or tense around someone is just your body reacting to the negative energy surrounding the two of you. Negativity can drain you mentally, physically, and emotionally. We're forced to deal with this stuff. But your significant other uh, should be a reprieve from that type of stress. So the person that you've chosen to spend time with, you know, like we have we have family that we're born into that we did not choose. Um, but when you're with your significant other, you chose to be with this person. And that's where stress should be relieved. Um, I've been seeing these really cute memes lately that say, uh, <laughs> I think it's a quote from the Bible. Uh, one says, be her peace. And then it'll be a picture of somebody doing the exact opposite, like really exciting somebody negatively. And then I've seen be his peace and it'll be, you know, uh, somebody just really being outrageous and <laughs> like yelling in somebody's face or something like that. And the idea that uh, there's this, kind of cliche that says or I think it's a bible verse that says you should be the peace of the other person but you know this is me that I, I do it differently and it's just funny anyway um this is speaking to that we should be that reprieve for the other person we should be a, pla- a respite you know a place where you can kind of put your burdens down I've always thought that good relationships what I what I think of when I think of good relationships is that uh, you get to be yourself around that person. You don't have to have on masks and you don't have to, you know, pre-edit and, and mid-edit and post-edit everything that you say and do around that person because you two have made a commitment to uh, to accept each other in all your beingness. And that includes all of it. That includes, you know, when you have rough days and when you don't and when you're super loving and when you're not. And kind of having the elasticity to be there uh, for each other in that way. And so this negative energy one is trying to speak to what kind of stress um, you should be able to support in your other in your partner. Okay, so six, um, avoiding each other. So there's the thing. If you can't be around the other person, do you have a relationship? <laughs> right? Uh, You should be able to tolerate each other. If you can't bring yourself to be around the other person, it's definitely time to give them the gift of goodbye and vice versa to yourself. Give you the gift of goodbye. Just free up that space uh, to figure out where your energy might be more better spent, more valuable. You know, you think about we've got one trip on this big old marble, right? And 
we're never going to be this young again. So if we're wasting time uh, with people who don't vibe with us, who, who aren't on our level, um, maybe it was because you went through a time where you lowered your standard standards and let anybody in. Uh, but once you realize that's what's going on, once you realize it's time for a new tribe, it's really time to get moving. There's not a whole lot of time to waste. We talk about how acceptance is requestance, I say. I know requestance isn't a word. But we talk about that because the idea is what you accept and what you allow in your experience is what you're going to get more of. And so just that's just the law of attraction. That's not special. And <laughs> didn't make it up. Just pointing out that that's how things uh, come into your life and that's how they arrive and why it's so important to live on purpose, live with a purpose, hopefully a passionate purpose. So that way what you're getting and what shows up has something to do with what you want. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that's the, that goes into all of the avoiding each other. That's where we started with that. And then you're not yourself. You know, uh, one way of picking who it is that you're going to spend more time with is the person that you are when you're around that person. Do you like who you are around that person or do you not? You get to decide. Do they make you want to put on makeup and that makes you happy? Do they make you want to put on makeup and that makes you sad? Uh, do they make you want to be a better person and that makes you happy? Or do they make you want to be a better person in a way that, or a different person, right? In a way that doesn't make you happy, in a way that kind of rubs you the wrong way. Like, should I be changing this much to just to be around X, Y, Z, right? And so it really is about the way that you feel. So if you're not yourself, that's a, a kind of a clue to, or a key, something to point out to yourself that, hey, maybe this isn't the right place to be. Uh, change will happen regardless. When you're in a relationship, even if you both change, you should be going in the same direction. If your relationship changes you, it should only make you better, uh, make you into a better version of yourself. Um, if you feel like you're losing yourself or you don't recognize who you are anymore, it's not healthy. And that's basically what it is. It's not healthy and it's not adding to, you know, uh, texture and, and kind of, um, enhancing is the word I want, <laughs> enhancing your experience, your walk. And that's not what we want. We want to move along to relationships that do, uh, kind of enhance us. I love the idea. I've, I've seen a, a couple of things that say about how your significant other should be your biggest fan. And it's really true. And they should be, if you're trying to convince them, Hey, I have value over here. I don't think that's the right one. I don't think that's the right person. I don't think that's the right thing to be doing with your energy. Uh, I think that they should be able to remind you of your value when you might forget. <laughs> right. So we're going to pause right there. We are at seven. So it's almost exactly halfway through. So it's really good. Uh, let's go into a break. And on the other side, we'll do some more. You're listening to Soul Sanctuary. Hello, this is Inspirational Moments with Joanne, bringing you the very best of hip-hop, contemporary gospel, and Christian music. Every Saturday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. right here on your local radio station, kzsm.org. God bless. Take me to the key. I don't have much to bring. My heart is torn in pieces. It's my offering. 
KZSM.org and the incredible people at the City of San Marcos Main Street program are proud to present live music with the Kissing Alley Concert Series. KZSM.org is proud to host this free, family-friendly event that is located at 121 East Hopkins, across from the historic downtown courthouse in San Marcos. The Kissing Alley Concert Series is every third Thursday from 6 to 9 p.m. and is a partnership with the Third Thursday Walkabouts. Come on out and support live local music and community radio at kzsm.org. See you downtown. There's a grace in wild variety. Tune in to Mixed Bag every Wednesday morning from 10 a.m. to noon for music and conversation as diverse as the San Marcos Police Blotter. Mixed Bag every Wednesday morning from 10 to noon, only on KZSM.org. So hey, we're back on the other side of the break. Uh, we are going through and talking about some points that indicate that you've got a toxic relationship situation going on. And uh, we're about halfway through. So we're on the next one, which is talking about uh, feeling like there is no point. And you know, it feels kind of like when you have directions on a shampoo bottle, like, duh. <laughs> but I, I think that it's, I think it's important to, to point out um, that there's a difference between staying in a relationship because you're comfortable and staying because you truly want to be there. So if you feel like the relationship isn't going anywhere, why waste that time? That's time that you'll never get back and you'll look back on it with regret and you'll never be able to relive it. So we, we've talked about a couple of different, um, and a couple of these points where once you have that situation going on, it's probably best to just cut bait, you know, and it doesn't mean that you're not going to lose something in in the letting go of it, but it does mean that no longer having that in your life is better for you than having it in your life. It really is just a liability asset type of question. Is it better to not have that type of stimulation in your life anymore? And if the answer is it is better, then you have to take the momentary you know, discomfort to get to what's healthier. It's like removing a bad tooth, right? It's going to hurt. <laughs> it's attached to your skull. It will hurt when it leaves. But not no longer having an infection is so much more important. And so um, it can make you healthier in the long run. And sometimes that's what it's about. You know, what is it going to be like in the long run? And if it is healthier, you'll be a healthier person. You'll make out better. You'll have um, a longer, more fulfilling experience. That's exactly where we want to be. That's exactly the choices that we make. And that's kind of when we have to come into the, our adult self instead of our child self who wants that instant gratification and, you know, that really bright uh, stimulation all the time and then say, well, I mean, that's great. However, comma, uh, we can be healthier. We can have a better overall experience, a longer lasting experience without that and it's time to move along from there and you know it, it's a good idea to to consider how to do that there's 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 a good way there's a healthy way to leave a relationship where everybody's still intact and you know doesn't have to lose any of themselves in the breakup and then there's a way to do it that's kind of toxic and and kind of uh, destructive right like the tower card just destroy everything around and then 
there's a phoenix afterwards um but i think that as we mature and as we go through uh, the different relationships we find the more first of all ways to end a relationship with closure make sure the other person knows we're no longer relating that way instead of just ghosting them right <laughs> actually have the conversation to end it really healthily and then to move on so that if you see the person in the grocery store you know uh, a couple of weeks later you're not both trying to find bananas to throw at each other <laughs> right okay so then uh back to what uh indicates that you have a toxic part of your relationship going on uh you only think about making him or her happy so it's that's that one is is kind of interesting uh i think that it's great to want the other person to be happy but if that is your only reason for anything uh i think that that can be really oppressive for you it can be oppressive for the other person and can be toxic uh so let's see let's see how she words it she says once you hit your 20s relationships are a trial run for marriage you should be able to see potential in spending the rest of your life with a significant other because if not what's the point you should want to make uh, you should want to make your significant others happy but it should be a two-way street your happiness should mean his or her happiness and vice versa. That's such a big deal. It's so good to be around people who can genu genuinely be happy for another person and happy at your happiness. Think about how you feel when you see a baby giggle, when a baby like just is so enraptured in laughter and how happy that makes it just makes you happy it's such a great feeling you're so happy that they're enjoying it's like the most beautiful thing to see them enjoying themselves so much and that really good feeling you get in your belly when that happens you want to feel happy when you see you know that true joy in someone that you love that they're enjoying taking the moment to you know experience that laughter is so amazing and it is great to see people that you love really enjoying themselves i think that's one of the reasons why um it's great to we put so much pressure on ourselves to get like the perfect gift you know what i mean here um christmas is coming up and we want to make sure we get something that really delights the people that we care about we want to see them enjoying that and we want to be responsible for it how even even better than seeing them and being happy right is being responsible for it that's even better uh i i think that depends on your sign though i don't know that everybody is motivated by that but definitely i am uh so there we go it says um if you're if you're constantly trying to make them happy but you're not getting anything in return then something in the cycle is disjointed. Happiness should be mutual. That should be just a tattoo, right? Happiness should be mutual. <laughs> I like everything about it except the word should. I would probably have to reword that a little bit. Uh, so for the 10th thing that we're going to look at that would indicate that you're in a kind of toxic part of a relationship is you can't seem to do anything right. So I had a whole relationship where uh, I was blamed for absolutely everything that went wrong in the relationship. If I could have been blamed for the crack in the Liberty Bell, I would have. <laughs> That's what I used to say about it. Every single part of it was uh, my fault. And that's toxic. That's really toxic. And it's also a manipulation. It's a way to keep you on your back foot. Like if you never feel secure in your position and in what you're doing, uh, then you never have 
kind of the strength or the confidence to move, to do anything about it. It really is an, an abusive tactic to keep somebody on their back foot at all times, to keep someone, you know, in the position of you're doing the wrong thing at all times. It's, it's, it's a mind game and it really does take third party perspective to kind of point it out to you uh, so that you can understand that what is happening is a manipulation and kind of work around it. Um, it says, once you get to the point where you feel like everything you do upsets him or destroys her or annoys her, and you're tiptoeing around in your own relationship, you need to understand that you aren't the problem. It's so true. You need to understand that, you know, if that's all that you're doing, your whole energy is spent on making sure that that person doesn't have some kind of reaction, doesn't have some kind of explosion, uh, that is a waste of your energy because they've decided that that's how they're going to feel. And if it's not successful at any point, there, it, it, it's such, um, it's so disempowering for you. And it's difficult, you know, I'm, I've done readings for people who have been in this position where they just spend all day exhausting themselves, trying to make sure everything's going to be okay for this person, where the, it's, it's not reciprocal, <laughs> it's just abuse. And it's difficult to have those conversations, but they're important. They're important. You can be saving somebody a whole lot of time uh, if you can just buck up and, and let them know that's what you see as what's happening. And there's a way to do that that is uh, just like we always say, you know, keeping everybody's uh, emotions intact and their dig dignity intact and that kind of thing. Okay, so it says there's something with which your significant other is unhappy and he or she isn't communicating it to you until he or she is honest with why he or she is really frustrated there's nothing that you can do that will be enough that you'll never be able to reach it right so there's like this over it could be that there's an overarching thing that the person's unhappy with and not communicating that with you will just keep you on your back foot like we said like just not able to move forward and and you don't know, have any real growth um in the relationship it's really important to have. So before we go, we're going to jump into a couple more. We have a couple more on our list here. Uh, let me take a moment to, to pause and give you all the plugging confirmation, contact information that you might want. <laughs> Flip through and get to it. Uh, if you're thinking about getting a tarot reading, it's a great time to do it. Get ready for 2019. Here we have another week or so uh, in 2018. Figure out what accounts you need to be settled, kind of where to put your energy, the best way to get every drop of sap of juiciness out of life. You can call and get a, sarah, uh, a tarot reading with me, um, or you can go to hightarot, dot com. Um, you can email me at hightarot, H-A-I-T-A-R-O-T, at Outlook.com, uh, there's a group for Soul Sanctuary, which is Soul Sanctuary MMF on Facebook. Uh, Soul Sanctuary TX is on and is on Instagram, and you can also email Soul Sanctuary if you want to email the show here. It's Soul Sanctuary at Hotmail.com. So those are the different ways they can get in contact and stay part of the group. All right, let's get back into. Uh, this toxic relationships and how to identify it. So growth and change are seen as negatives. I just saw really interesting and, and shared, I think, a really interesting uh, kind of, I don't know if they're called memes when they have that many words, uh, but 
it was a thing on Facebook and it was talking about if you share some really good news with a friend and after that the the conversation gets really dry and tight to pay attention to that like to pay attention to those who are I guess it's like a frenemy kind of thing they seem to be uh on your side except for when something good happens for you and then all of a sudden they don't have a whole lot to say they get real tight (laughs) you know how you can feel when walls go up when you're in the middle of a conversation and to pay attention to that I think that's such a good like who moved my cheese kind of move right pay attention to when someone's not able to keep up and, and and doesn't respond positively when positive things are happening for you it's important to know it's important to know who's actually on your team, who to invite when you have the gala, right? You don't want anybody in there throwing Kool-Aid on your paint. <laughs> That's a silly analogy. Okay. So he said growth and change uh, are seen as negatives. Relationships have to evolve in order to last. The whole why can't things just stay like this mentality um, isn't conductive or isn't conducive for a long-term relationship. At some point, someone will want more. And that's not a bad thing. Both parties must be on the same page. There's nothing wrong with taking the next step. Doing so is a sign of maturity. So you do want the relationship to grow and change. Unless you have a relationship that was set up in a very specific way for a very specific short-term thing, <laughs> like a team, right? Uh, then that growth is what needs to happen. Uh, sometimes when people have a problem with growth, it's because there's only so much space they have for you because they have a whole lot of other situations going on. <laughs> there's only this chunk where you're allowed. <laughs> I'm sure plenty of us have been on either side of that situation too. <laughs> okay, we have just a couple more to get through. Uh, before we do, we're going to pump into our last break uh, and maybe we'll do a little bit of Christmas music because uh, this is the last little sanctuary before Christmas this year. I'll see you guys on the other side of the break. Is this the love line? Yeah, this is, uh, this is the love line. This is the love line. You're on the air caller. Come on down to KZSM.org on Wednesday nights from 10 to 11 p.m. where all the great questions will be answered because you're listening to the love line. And it's going to be a wonderful time. So come on down and don't forget us at KZSM.org Wednesday night, 10 to 11 p.m. Hi there. I have a question for you. Does music make you tap your toes or does music soothe you? Come join me at kzsm.org at the Celtic Corner every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. and see if the music that I play for you soothes you or makes you tap your toes. See you then. This is Rebecca Dahl, flower child and host of the Rainbow Flower Power Hour on KZSM San Marcos Community Radio. Folk, psychedelic rock, and pop from the flower power era to current indie rock and a little talk bringing those ideas of peace and love into our times. Tuesdays, 6 to 8 on KZSM.org. Power to the peaceful.
A stick at that. I, I I picked that song, but I wasn't like really thinking about it consciously. But after it played, oh my goodness, how can you not swing to that music? Oh, there's so much soul and funk inside of it. No wonder rock and like every other form of music that we know nowadays came from that, wouldn't it? It was full of everything. It was like a full meal in a song. How amazing! I have to do a like a, a show on. Those really meaty, juicy songs that are just so satisfying. My goodness. Okay, so we're going to go run back through kind of what we uh, have been talking about today, which was 13 Signs That You're in a Toxic Relationship and It's Ruining Your Life. It was written by Maya Hollis um, March 25th in 2015. Uh, this blog post. So, so far, the different points that we've gone through and spoken about, uh, it started with passive aggression, uh, jealousy in the blame game, criticism and contempt, arguing without communicating, negative energy, avoiding each other. You're not yourself, feeling like there's no point. Um, you can only you only think about making think you only think about making him or her happy. Um, you can't seem to do anything right and then growth and change are seen as negatives. So that kind of brings us to the last couple that we're going to go through here. We've got a just a couple uh, minutes left on the show. Uh, before we go back into that, let me just remind you again to get in contact um, to set up to have a tarot reading uh, with me. You can go to tarot dot com. That's where my blog is as well. Um, you can email me at tarot at outlook 
facebook.com and then there is a facebook page for soul sanctuary for the show and it's soul sanctuary m as in mary m as in mary f as in frank so soul sanctuary mmf on facebook so hopefully you'll um pop over there see some of the cool stuff we post interact build the community the fellowship all that good stuff all that good vision boarding i've been doing (laughs) to pull this thing to and through into fruition um we're just really happy that winter solstice just passed yesterday and now our days are going to get longer and we're stretching towards warmer weather eventually but definitely longer days just inching longer um ever so slightly until we get to the longest day of the year next summer okay so moving on to the last couple we just have two more uh left to get through the list and i think we've been doing pretty good our pacing has been fantastic this show good stuff all right 12 is reminiscing on the beginning instead of looking toward the future so i have lots of feelings around (laughs) reminiscing instead of looking towards the future um it really can intoxicate you into thinking that things are different than they are if you know you're always uh basking yourself in the memories of how sweet it was when you began and when you know you used to have doors open for me and uh those sweet first couple of nights when you're on the phone all night long and just talking about everything you can really get yourself freeze framed into what a relationship is by being hypnotized by the past and that's not just romantic relationships that could be at your job or with friends or you know siblings or whoever like if you are always kind of focused on what was you know you have that friend that's always bringing up old stuff and that's all they can do that's kind of where they live i really think that's a uh it's a waste of or misuse of time and energy right? Because it's not there anymore. It did happen and it was sweet and that's great. And memories are fantastic. But what are we building? What are we looking forward to? What new is coming, right? And the relationship, what can we make happen? What can we affect from here on? And um, I think that's where our power and energy, our, our power should be because that's where it is. We're creating, we're creating as we go along. And so we can build towards whatever we want it to be if it can be you know if the idea is let's make it even better than it was that's a cool reason to focus on what happened before but just bouncing around and what was uh i don't think that generates the kind of change energy uh that actually moves us forward into healthy places this says uh, memories of the honeymoon phase are not enough to sustain you you can't relive the past relationships develop but not always for the better. Fantasizing about what used to be is not living in reality. And that's, that's the thing. And like I said, you can do that for years. You can go for a really long time, uh, off the strength of what happened before. Um, but I don't think that honors either person who's in the relationship currently, right? Because you're currently spending your time and your energy in the relationship. So what's happening currently? And is it worth you now? Are you worth it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> either right or our kind of perspectives you can look at to kind of analyze what's happening happening now and if you find yourself you know constantly constantly analyzing whether or not it's okay for you now there might just be a part of it that doesn't resonate with you and that's okay we change it's really about having the courage to step out and be like you know what 
it's it's no longer me that's not me anymore um so you can kind of open yourself up to find what is you and what does resonate with you and what does bring you peace and happiness and joy and so the last one we've gotten to it we just have like two more minutes and in that time we're going to talk about you're just not happy anymore i just said that (laughs) this might be a tarot reader or something (laughs) uh you're just not happy anymore Uh, What it really comes down to is happiness. If you don't have to justify and you don't have to justify why you're not happy anymore. And like I was saying, like, it might just be that you've just outgrown it. It may just be that it doesn't match anymore. You know, because of us being these spiritual beings, having a physical experience, sometimes things are happening on realms that we don't actually have access to. But we do know the result of it is that right now in this here around 25th and Weston. (laughs) I'm sorry, my obligatory Friday's reference. I have to have one every once in a while just to remember who I am. Uh, If it's not here, it is not here. And it's okay to deal with it that way. It's okay for that. And uh, it's a really good exercise in honoring yourself, right? And your emotions and who you are and where you are to say, you know what? It's just not me anymore. And that be enough. You don't have to have you know, uh, form, sign, and triplicate. If it's not you, it is not. And find what is, because this is your journey. Nobody can create in it but you. You get to pick. And you get to drive this boat however you want to. I hope that you'll choose to drive it towards what gives you peace, joy, and happiness. And I hope that you'll, every once in a while, pop by Soul Sanctuary. Let me know um, how you're doing it and listen to some of the tips that we have here on how to do that. Thank you so much for joining me today for Soul Sanctuary. I hope that you have a fantastic week. And if we don't speak again, a great new year. We'll be back next week to talk about Yule and some New Year stuff, which I think is going to be really fun. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your weekend. A better life. A better life. Goodbye.